Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. Episode 17. 17. 17. Can't believe it. It's good. It's it good. is good. Going strong. Going strong, just like Rob in a 10K. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see on Sunday. <laughs> We're into race week. Week seven, Episode 17 falls on race week for Crew 10K. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm looking forward to the weekend. North Stash Road Racers Association Race 4, I believe. North Stash Road Runners. We'll, yeah. um, we'll get into that later, I guess. Have a chat yeah. about crew. Yeah. Um, I, I want to find out how you are. I want The listeners want to find out how you are after last week's end of episode. I... Um, I quite enjoyed the Irish work at the end of last week's episode. There wasn't much to not, not there wasn't much choice to choose from, so I had to use whatever I could find. So I quite liked the it. Irish music. It was, yeah, it was good. It was good. So, uh, I mean, we're not just going to go and talk about Rob's weekend away in Ireland because he went over to a wedding. You did do some running, some very impressive park run tourism. So, yeah. tell us about tell us how you've been and tell us about your park running. So for the people that were listening last week, I did, I went over to Ireland for my cousin's wedding. So Sarah and Sean, they got married, uh, went across to Galway, uh, went from Friday to Monday. Is that an official oh. shout out for Sarah and Sean? Yeah, I don't sure. I'm not sure if they listen. I'm not sure if they do oh, listen. No, Galway listeners. Yeah, I, I was I, I wasn't really talking about my podcast. I, there wasn't many people that listened to the podcast across there. There's a couple of family members oh, that mentioned some flyers with you. I know. I was thinking that. What is <laughs> across there? A bit of bit of uh, advertisement. <laughs> Uh, stop the stop the proceedings. Anybody got anything they want to say? Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> Everybody should listen to the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. So Friday went across. Four o'clock I was up in the morning, travelling for like 11, 12 hours to get across on the ferry. Uh, absolutely shattered when I got there. Um, Saturday morning, got up early, went to park run, went to Nocnacari park run which was about 15 minute drive from where we were staying about 10 minute drive from Galway we were in the middle uh, got there already all geared up for nine o'clock started doing a bit of a warm-up towards the start start line where I thought the start line was got there nobody was there I was like have I come to the right place I'm not quite sure if I come to the right place looked at me watch they looked at me phone yeah I'm here I'm in the right place saw a sign saying park run went over to the sign this guy came over to me says and I'm not going to do Irish accents. I'm not going to offend the Irish. Can't do an Irish accent. Go on, have a go. No, no, no. Go on, have a go. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> Came over to me and said to me, "Are you here for the part?" And he says, "I'm here for the part run." He says, "Oh right, yeah, okay then." We start at half past nine. I was like, "Half past nine? You're about nine o'clock, isn't it?" He says, "No, we, we start at half past nine in Ireland." I was like, "You are kidding me." So I was like, right, what am I going to do? And I thought, I can go sit in my car. Thought, Is that to give him an extra half hour recovery from the, the Guinness from the night before? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I think that is the case because it's Friday night, they go out drinking, and then the Saturday morning they think, oh, I give us an extra half an hour. But apparently it's across the whole of Ireland. I might be wrong, but this is what the guy said to me. Oh, I says, oh, right, it's nine o'clock where we're from in England. Oh, right, well, he says it's half past nine. Yes, I said, oh, can I oh, go sit in my car or I could go find a little coffee shop or something and have a drink or something. I thought, oh, no, I'm going to go for a run. So I did. I just went into 
scouted scouted the course beforehand. So I did a three mile uh, three mile little bit of a easy run beforehand. I did and see then, it come up on uh, training peaks actually. That yeah. you had a, an extensive warm up. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I had three miles. I was I was going round just following the arrows. I don't know if I went in the right way. Um, the arrows were all over the place, and then like, get up to the start line, and they were asking if anybody's from anywhere. I put my hand up. Yeah, I'm from Staffordshire. Nobody said anything. I was like, normally we get a cheer. Nobody said anything. <laughs> there was a guy from another part of Ireland who got a massive cheer. I was like, all oh, right, okay, fair enough. And there was a guy there that did his 300th part run. I was like, wow, okay. So he's done 300 part runs. Did the part run, really enjoyed it. Started chatting to a guy. I was halfway around and he started talking to me about um, he's done London Marathon and Manchester Marathon. I think he thought, because I was from England, that uh, I live next to London. Uh, so he was talking about Manchester and everything. So, yeah, it was really good. Did you um, the podcast into him? I did, actually. I did say to him, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I've got a coach. I was talking about doing the coaching for um, London. And I said, oh, we started a podcast. He said, oh, I'll have to listen. Have a, have a listen in. I was like, yeah, yeah, go for it. What was his name? Nigel, I think his name was. I think he said his name was Nigel. Nigel, so, if you're listening, welcome. Yeah, welcome if you're listening, if, Nigel. If, Give Rob, us a... if Rob's done his job properly, you'll be listening. <laughs> Uh, so then I just went back and I was I wasn't late for the, the wedding but an extra Thanks. half an hour on top and then I had to go um, to the boots the local boots to buy some nail varnish from a sister-in-law so a six foot six guy walking in asking for <laughs> nail varnish in Ireland <laughs> can, you just, can you just show me where the nail varnish remover is please and can, can you, you show me where the nail this tile I'm going to be wearing later <laughs> so then I went and I went to the wedding uh, the Irish weddings all my life they go on forever started at one o'clock did the ceremony uh, it was a really nice ceremony I had a bit of a tear in my eye and did the speeches and again another tear in oh, my eye so hang on you let out the tear in your eye from the Stafford half of the week <laughs> yeah it was building finally up finally came out yeah yeah <laughs> Rob had to wait for a wedding to let the tears <laughs> out for the PB my cousin Sarah started talking about me nan where my nan passed away um, years ago and my granddad and she started talking about them and then I looked across and I was at the table with my sister Looked across at my brother, looked at my mum. My mum was there. She got a tear in her eye. That made me start tearing up. I was like, oh, my God. So that went on for an hour. And the, the guy the guy that she's marrying, Sean, uh, he does, like, debating clubs. So he's into, like, debating things, and she debates. So the, the, the speeches went on for ages and ages and ages. Like, oh, my God, I want something to eat. But food finally came. It was about probably about half past three. So what do you have? I'm always interested what you have. There was... Um, Starter was belly pork, and then starter for starter, and then they bring soup. So you have starter, and then you have soup, and then I had um, what did I have? A lamb, lamb like a lamb steak, Ooh. yeah, with like mashed potato and carrots and everything, and then a bit of a disappointment at the end was a bit. I'm not a fan of lemon meringue, so lemon meringue, um, that was the only option for pudding. But that went on for ages as well. So then they turned the tables round for the night, do so as they do, and then this band started what setting. Do you mean up. Turn around, oh. just moved them out of the way. Yeah, give them a spin. Yeah, spin them around, <laughs> and then something pops out. But no, they moved them out to the dance, so the dance floor was available. Then the band started playing. Band started playing probably about say about nine o'clock. So about an hour and a half of the band. Then they bring out some finger food, so a bit of a buffet, and they bring it out, put it on the table, and you help yourself to them. And then the Rewind band... a minute. 
Are, are you a dancer, Rob? Yeah, I'm a bit of a dancer. Yeah, there's a oh, few. Yeah. Bit, there's a few. Bit. I, I look like an absolute lemon when I dance though, because I'm so it, tall. It doesn't, it I know, doesn't. but I'm so tall. All you can see is my head bobbing up and down <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with a crowd of people. <laughs> but then this band started again. So another hour and a half. The DJ didn't even start till about half past twelve, half, mid, half past midnight. I was absolutely shattered by that point. So we went home at one o'clock. We got a lift home from his stepdad. I'd have had three hours sleep by then. I know Arthur was fast asleep on this on the chairs as he does, uh, and then I spoke. To, and then the next day, I spoke to Sarah and my cousin, and she was she she'd been she'd been partying, so she was at there till half past five in the morning. Yeah, I was like, blimey! I've only ever been to one Irish wedding, and it went on similar things like that. Uh, it started. It was a church wedding in a place called I think it was Nice N W A S in Ireland. Yeah. And the part the, the wedding was in a big hotel. Everyone stayed in the big hotel, and people were in the bar before the church because they got picked up by coaches in the morning, drinking in the bar. <laughs> coaches came to the church. Church finished. Back to the hotel. Carried on drinking. I remember coming downstairs the next morning, and there was a couple at the bar. It must be seven, eight o'clock in the morning. They haven't gone to bed. <laughs> They've just been drinking all, all that time. I mean, I, I used That's to, I used to I do a good night out, but oh, the thought of it now. I know, I know. I, well, he wasn't, I said on the last podcast, there was a sneaker suspicion, there was a free bar. There wasn't a free bar. There was a couple of drinks at start. And I thought, oh, this is this is looking promising. So I had a couple of, a couple of beers. I'm not a beer drinker, so I had a couple of beers. And then I went to the bar and they only had Bulmers, which I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cider drinker, but I mean, I like fruity cider, so I like Kofferberg. So I had a couple of Bulmers and I got sick of that. And I, and I went up and had a, um, a vodka and Coke, Diet Coke. It was like nine euros. I was like, okay, I think it's time I call it a night. I'm not spending that much money. Um, but then it was, it was a nice night. It was really nice. It was lovely to see all the family that were there and the Irish side of the family that I would see very often. Went to Galway the next day and went round Galway Bay um, and saw the, the Galway girl. And then Monday, woke up and Kate started travelling home and another 12 hours on the way home. And he thought, I'm, I'm ready now. I'm gonna get, I've, I've eaten and I've drunk and I'm going to get myself into race mode. Is that what yeah, yeah. I didn't get home in time, so I go out with Stoke Fit. I got home about 9 o'clock on the Monday, uh, so I didn't have an opportunity to go out for a run Monday, but went out and played football on the Tuesday. Started a new football place because the pitch that we were on before was rubbish. It was really hard. We've got a new place, which is really oh, nice. My heart stopped then. I thought you'd uh, started a new football team because you, no. you your anger issues the other week. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. It's the same. same just another same. pitch. Yeah, just another pitch. Yeah, but yeah, it's been a really good. It's been eventful. I must admit, it feels like the weeks just disappeared this week. Weeks um, are going very quick at the moment. I, know, I, think. Oh, I can't believe it's April already. And I missed it. It was April Fool's Day on Saturday. And I completely forgot. Didn't do any April Fool's. I normally do quite a few. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the kind of guy that does April Fool's, but I've completely forgot. Missed them all. Mm. So we'll have a chat about crew in a bit, I think, because it yeah. is race week. But um, yes. I think you've, you sound like you haven't had the best preparation for it. Well, uh, but there's still a few days. I've got to run in. I've got to run in. Um, much to the dismay of my family when I disappeared at eight o'clock in the morning to go and do a run <laughs> when they were all still w- just waking up. That's, well, if you're, if you're abroad and you get the opportunity, bit of park run tourism. I saw you in your Stoke Fit t shirt. I Facebook. did, yeah. Stoke Fit, on, Stoke Fit on tour. Yeah. Well. It's props to you. It's a good, good effort. It was a good. It was a good run as well. It was. It was nice. It was flattish. 
couple of inclines, but it was flattish run. Uh, met some people advertising there. I might get myself a podcast t-shirt so I can if I go places like that they can just ask me ask me about my podcast <laughs> yeah, we'll get some merchandise going yeah celebrate a year in podcasting with some merchandise maybe. yeah yeah watch this space, watch this space. <laughs> if anybody's interested in merchandise just let us know we can start sorting out <laughs> we can get some merchandise going maybe with a Strava leaderboard on the back yeah yeah get, get, get the link for that <laughs> That could be a prize, couldn't it, for finishing top at the Strava leaderboard? Could be, yeah. We thought about that, didn't we, a couple of months, couple of months ago, or get a we'll bob out, maybe. Sending one a week to Sean Moynihan, and uh, Alicia Gilbert, and uh, Penny Massa. Yeah, yeah. They'll, be, they'll have a full wardrobe for the t shirt. Yeah, they'll do different things. Should we have a look at the Strava leaderboard? Should we get yeah. into it? So, we have got a Strava leaderboard. Um, <clears throat> So I'll go through the Strava leaderboard. Then we've got a shout-out. So somebody contacted us and asked us to do a shout-out. So we'll do the leaderboard, then I'll, I'll do the shout-out. So from Monday to Sunday last week, we have in third spot with 49.2 miles, Karen Sales. She's there again. Uh, I think that's the third time she's been on the leaderboard. So well done, Karen. Um in second place, we've got Penny Massey, so your mate Penny, with 55.4 miles. And then top of the shop uh, with 56.3 miles is Christian Prince. I'm not sure if you've noticed his, um, his Strava progression, but it's a real nice graduation up. It started to come back down the other oh, side. Christian yeah. Prince, just have a look at his uh, his Strava. He ran for Staffordshire, didn't he, at Rugeley? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So nice. They're like a proper escalation of like mileage over the last. They're at night and 20. You finished 14th at night and 20. 14th overall? Yeah, by the looks wow. of it. Wow. Night and 20, finished 14th. He's a unit. He's a unit wow. and he can run. Is it, is uh, it, yeah, he's, he's, he's a gator, isn't he? Yeah, he's a runner. And he's his own words on Strava. Runner, egg chaser, lifter of heavy stuff. 5K of 17.52, a 10K of 38.53, and a half marathon of 118.55. And he's got an A on his back. Mm, oh, competition for next year, Ben, if you get promoted. Competition for Oh, I'm telling you. Christian, if you're doing crew, I'm after you. I'm after you, lads. <laughs> But if you look at his Strava progression, he goes from 45, 49, 50, 51, 53, 56, 58, yeah. 60, 62, and then 56 last week. That's crazy. It's Christian's a guy who put on my um, – he's he listens to podcasts, but he's a bit far behind because he's just listened to when I ran Rugeley and got 9.99 on Rugeley. I was quite annoyed. So he contacted me saying that I could change it on the on the website. I haven't actually been on yet, but – Thank you for that, Christian. You probably listen. You'll probably listen to this in a couple of weeks. So, and if you're at Crew 10K, we'll see you there. So he was the group. What was race two? That was the Rugeley 10. Yeah. Yeah, he was Group A winner. Wow. At Rugeley 10. Wow, amazing. Oh, and there's Alsager five. Alsager five. He clocked in at twenty-seven fifty-nine. Very impressive. Very impressive. Very impressive. Very impressive indeed. And he's got top of the shop. So forget about Rusley, forget about Old Sagey. You've got top of the shop on Strava leaderboard on the podcast. 
Well done, Christian. Well done, Christian. And this week, so Monday to Thursday, so uh, we've got in third place with 28.4 miles. Again, Karen Sales. So well done, Karen. We've got Amanda Kelly. She's back from a cruise. She's just been on a cruise, so she's back. She's done 28.5 miles, so quite close with Karen and Amanda. And then top of the shop, he's back. He's here. The geezer from New Zealand. Top man. Top man, Sean Moynihan with 38.3. So well done. And he put on something on Strava that he's running the Monaco Marathon. And I thought he meant Monaco in France. It's not that one. It's a different Monaco. It's the Monaco in, wow. in, in New Zealand. I said, oh, wow, that's an amazing marathon. I'd love to do that. And I imagined it'd be around where the Grand Prix grew. I didn't really watch Grand Prix. But I said to him, that looks that, that sounds amazing. He said, oh, it's not Monaco there, but it's in, in New Zealand. So I'm sure it's just as spectacular then. I think it's uh, it's, you know, it's a classic, classic run that, I reckon. Yeah. Monaco marathon. Yeah, but it is. There it is. So that's the Strava leaderboard for this week. So um, well done. Amanda Kelly, just a quick shout of Amanda Kelly. Have you seen the Strava map for uh, March the 25th for Amanda Kelly? I was just having a look as you said she was on a cruise. No. Oh, she was was doing it on the cruise? So you could see 15 laps of a ship. Uh, 15 laps of the ship. And you can see that she's doing laps. And then the the cruise ship is either docking or going out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You can see the laps. It's brilliant. Everybody head to Amanda Kelly's uh, Strava if if you're in the group and look at her run on March 25th. That's that's (laughs) very entertaining. Well done, Amanda. Well done, Amanda. I've not seen that, no. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. As, um... Dave done any running? Oh, don't start that again. Don't no, start we'll that leave, again. We get we'll we get we we'll get abuse from him when he texts us. <laughs> we'll leave him alone. We'll leave him alone. We'll he's leave gonna him alone. Come on the sh- he's going to come on the show. We'll give him a break until he comes on. the I was show. I was going to say we'll leave him alone until he comes on the show. <laughs> what's, what's next? Come on. So we've, got moving, a, we've got a shout out. So uh, Rob Moran. Um, Rob Moran Moran I'm not sure his name, I'll, I'll pronounce his surname but I'm sure we'll see him we'll see him at Crew on, on Sunday so I'll ask him he just messaged and this is what we said last week if people have got a shout out if somebody wants to shout out to somebody or wants to shout themselves or sing their own praises that's absolutely fine if you're yeah. impressed with somebody's PB I like this I remember now what you're going to say this, this is good I like this yeah so he, he contacts us hi Rob slash Ben any chance you could give my friend and running buddy Mark Kaza Anchors a shout out shout out on the next show please he's doing his first part run this coming Saturday on the 8th at the Whammy one local to me after recently completing the Couch to 5k program a very common sounding story you might think until I add that about 12 months ago weeks after running a sub 4 hour Manchester marathon fantastic he was diagnosed with a very aggressive cancer which required immediate action an 18 hour operation which involved his jaw bone being replaced with a bone from his leg the numerous reconstruction work and chemotherapy, the doctors and consultants have been amazed at how at his quick recovery, where most patients would have been in hospital for months. So a real, te- a te- real testament to his general fitness. He won't be pushing for a PB on Saturday. It's all about being there at the park run again. We're all super proud of Kaza and can't wait to see him pick up a finished token at the end. Thank you in advance, guys. Keep up the great show. See you on Sunday. I just got a tingle down my spine. What Reading a story. What a, what story. a story. Absolutely amazing. And that's what running does, isn't it? That's the, what's the community of running. 
you get behind people like Mark and getting Rob getting behind Mark. Uh, so massive shout out to you, Mark. Hope you do listen to the show. Um, and we'll see you hopefully soon somewhere. One of the partner, I'll probably see you at partner somewhere if you go in the whammy or Hanley or anywhere like that. So yeah, good luck, Mark. It's uh nice well we don't know you personally but it's it's nice to hear that you're back on track for your running yeah it's uh fantastic stuff well done well done and it's only 12 months ago so but he did a manchester he did a sub sub four hour manchester marathon so hopefully he'll get back on track and he can get back up to doing that again so yeah it's good thank you for getting in contact with us rob really really good story really nice shout out so if anybody's got any shout outs that they want to want us to shout out on the show let us know we will more than happily oblige with that um if you're impressed with somebody's pb or impressed with somebody's fitness that's improved or um they've just started really running again we've got a question about um starting to re- to run again so well done and you say rob is a he's a he's at crew at the weekend yeah he's in my i think he's in group f i think he's in my group um so we'll see him on Sunday. Yeah. Well, good luck to you, Rob, as well. We'll see you on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, not too much good luck because you're in the group with my Rob, you know. And I'm you chasing my Rob down. I'm not sure. He might be in Group E, actually. I'm thinking about it. I might, he might be in Group E. I'll have a look while we're, while we're talking. Um, but good luck on Sunday, Rob. And I'm sure we'll see you. Come across to us. Uh, if you see either me or Ben, we'll probably be together with me, Ben and Terry. Um, and we'll have a chat. We need, to, we need to explain to everybody who Terry is. Well, I've now just said that. Go on. Who's Terry? We, so just, we talked about you, it last week. Oh, did we talk about it last week? Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about week. Terry on the podcast last week. So Terry, Terry's a guy that I'm coaching. Um, and I want to give a shout out to Terry again because he's doing his first ever uh, official race uh, at Crew this weekend. I had a chat to him this morning uh, in Starbucks as we talked about his uh, race preparation. Um so Terry will be there with me and Rob. We're doing a bit of a warm-up before the race. Um, but if it is anyone else's first race as well, I'd recommend going and listening to last week's episode, talking about first races. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it will, we'll see you there, Rob. We will. We will. And he is in my group. So is don't do, don't do too well, Rob. He came second at All Sages, so he is a fast runner. <laughs> so he hasn't run anything since. He hasn't done didn't do uh, Rusley ten or night, and but he came second at uh, All Sages five. So I'm sure where, he'll do very well again tomorrow on Sunday. Where is he in the group? He's Wrong. two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteenth at the moment. But he's only done one race. Oh, he's got a good. Actually, come second in his first race. Then, as you say, he's got yeah. got a good average. He has, he has. So we'll see you on Sunday. Probably see the back of you, Rob. I must admit, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look at the questions, eh? Shall we? Let's get into that. Let's so we've got that this question. week. We're going back to the listener question. We've got one question. Uh, we had it from Instagram on my Instagram story. I put it put a question out there. So keep an eye out on Instagram stories. We ask for people to put ask questions or on Facebook and all sorts of different places. So it's from Michelle. Michelle two three eight four. We've no, we realised that she's local to you, Ben. But she asked us, how do you accept that years ago you could run a nine-minute mile easily, but now you're 11 to 12-minute miles? 
So I sent this to Ben, um, and we were like, it's a really good question, and we're really happy to, to, to answer it. But we asked Michelle for a bit more context behind it. So she replied with, long story short, although it is quite a long story anyway, about 10 years ago, two cut running alongside other pursuits had a decent level of fitness and pub, um, um, with a two-hour half, 54-minute 54, 54 10K and about nine to 10-minute miles was standard. And, th- and the running was never easy. Those times were achievable. Fast forward a few years, started playing full contact rugby and put running to one side, particularly as I picked up stress fractures in both shins. After a few good seasons under my belt in mid forties, a final sorry for just giving your age away there, Michelle. A final injury on the pitch meant I had to hang up my boots just after, just before Christmas. So I started couch to five k in January and just graduated. I'm averaging about eleven minute thirty minute miles over three miles, which I'm finding hard to accept, and a lot of that is a sneaky downhill. Guess what I'm asking is. How do you make peace with that and appreciate that with age, a stone heavy and a battered body, just running is enough? Or can you ever regain the fitness of a decade ago? Um, P.S. I'm local to Wally Woods, so where you are, where you're from, Ben? Wally Woods. Wally Woods in Birmingham, but never run there as it's too hilly. So she used to run, decided to give it up to concentrate on rugby. Then she's packed in rugby and she's gone back to running. She used to do nine minute miles. She's doing 11 minute miles now. So can you come to peace with that or can you ever regain that fitness that you might have lost? Um, I would say a lot depends on the, the one bit of missing information from that really is what does your training currently look like? Yeah, I guess. I think you don't I don't think that you ever have to necessarily come to peace with the fact that you're running slower than you would ideally like to run. Um, it's a really tricky one because what I would say is if you're not carrying any sort of major injuries, so assuming that you can run pain-free, if you're carrying a bit extra weight uh, that you don't want to be carrying, then over a period of time, if you can get the consistency back with your running and make a few little tweaks to your diet, then what you might find is that that weight does drop off and running will become a bit easier. But if you're running or able to run pain-free and there's no injuries there stopping you from training correctly, I would say you don't have to make peace with the fact that you're running slower. You need to see it as a motivation to get quicker because I do genuinely believe that age is just a number and given consistency and training correctly, um, you can get your times back down. Um, you know, it, it it's not going to happen overnight. So you do have to come to peace with it for a short period of time. Um, but I would say really it's about what do you what what do you want to achieve if it's just running for enjoyment then really you can just go out whatever the pace is it doesn't really matter because you're getting out maybe three four times a week and get in that headspace but I don't I don't think you have to accept the fact that your miles paces are slower I think you just need to maybe have a look at how you're training Um and, and see if there's anything that you can do differently to promote a different training effect um, so that you actually can bring those times back down. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really good question because I, I, throughout my whole, I won't say my whole life, 
but I would try and run and then I stop running because I pick up an injury and I get to a certain point of where I could run faster. This is probably the most serious, if you want to call it serious, I've ever thought about running and actually doing it quite consistently. Um, but I would say probably when I was at my fittest, probably 10, 15 years ago when I was playing football quite consistently, I could probably run probably better than I am now. But I've seen the difference of consistency and different kind of running than just going out and just running for the just just not even thinking about it just yeah. you know, I'll go out for a quick run having a set program of work and saying right okay i'm going to go out for 30 minutes easy like i've done today and then on saturday i'm going to go out for another 30 minutes easy with strides and then i've got workouts of the week which we're going to come on to in a bit having them kind of runs really does help with getting back into some kind of routine more than anything mm. um and at times I, at, at, at times i think to myself i feel a bit lethar- lethargic probably because of the weekend but i think having that consistency and having that commitment and wanting to get faster and wanting to improve and like you say it depends on if you want to it might be that you just want to get out and get just just run and be, and mm. be a bit fitter and again that's fine that's absolutely fine but by, I think by by the way Michelle's put that question across, I think she does want to get back to that. Yeah, I was going to say it, it's it, it's for f- sort of written in the way of somebody that does care about time in terms yeah. of the motivator is that they want to be quicker. Yeah. Um, obviously, she played competitive rugby, so she's got competitive elements there from playing team sports. Um, that needs to transfer into the running. But I think what you have to do for a certain period of time is to sort of get away from uh, pace goals. One of the ways in which I coach people, and you'll know this, Rob, from the training, is I actually don't like to necessarily set certain amounts of miles on particular runs. Um, A lot of the time, it's about going out and running easy for 45 minutes or running easy for half an hour or an hour or 90 minutes on a long run. And there's something normally to keep you in check, whether that be heart rate, um, to make sure you're running truly easy. Uh, a rate of perceived exertion or even a pace depending upon what works for the individual but it shouldn't really be about distance and pace too much in in the training week because one thing i would say to you michelle sorry yeah what i would say really is to forget about everyone else forget about time forget about pace for now and the top tips i would give you is to give yourself that consistency I would make sure that you are running your easy runs truly easy. I would make sure that you are adding speed work into your running to get the legs to promote a faster turnover and also physiological improvements in terms of you being able to run faster for certain periods of time. And I was also say one thing I picked up from the uh, question don't take this in the wrong way is you need to challenge yourself so Worley where we live is very hilly um, but you need to see those hills as a challenging run and I think probably part of the reason why you don't run on them is one is because they are hard but two is because you're probably too wrapped up at the moment in the paces running around those hills is going to make you a stronger fitter and ultimately faster runner so I would get on them um Wally Woods is a beautiful place um for those that don't know it it's basically a, a, a track around a, a lovely woodland uh, and a nine hole golf course 
Uh, it's about, I think, about a mile and a half all the way around. I'd get on it and and challenge yourself because is it it's hilly? Is it, hilly? Is it, it is. Yeah, it, it goes round, and I would say fifty percent of it is you running uphill for quite a long time, and fifty percent of it is you. Well, twenty five percent of it is you running down one side, and then you get a flat that goes through in the middle. Yeah. So it is very hilly, but if you can challenge yourself to do that once a week, that's going to translate to you being faster on the flat. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to I'd like to challenge you to to go and go and do that and and then come back to us in a in a month or so's time and I would be very surprised if you're not seeing faster times on the flat by doing something like that. Mm, yeah, I, I don't think you have to accept that you're slower than you want to be. You can you can improve uh, mm. on your times if you want to. Well, yeah, I, I'm not bigging myself up here, but just by. He's about to big himself up. I am, yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to big myself up, but I'm going to. <laughs> with with me, when I when I first started running and I did Stafford off last year and I got two hours six, I was wasn't happy with that. I was happy at the time because two hours six was like, oh, that's 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 really quite good. But I wanted to get under two hours, and I put the effort in, and I've done the the training, and I've kept some kind of consistency and you know, I, I looked at my diet and all of my diets all over the place at the moment i got to myself where i thought to myself, well i can do this and i actually did it and i feel like i've achieved something but now i'm thinking well okay what's next having that yeah. goal it's it's very difficult uh, i'm not gonna lie like you've you've got to set yourself a goal you've got to set yourself a manageable goal a realistic goal um one of the conversations i had with one of the coach runners last week um you know him rob um is about making sure that you have a realistic target that you can aim for or you'll yeah. lose motivation yeah this guy was so focused on running a marathon in october and getting a sub four hour marathon it was just it was too far away to be focused on it and the consistency was stop start stop start because yeah. it just probably felt too far away so we've brought that goal in a little bit closer and now it's looking at a half marathon in the summer and that's something that you can focus on but it does take time um i i last year or the year before had a very bad time with injuries and i couldn't run uh, for it was about 12 weeks and on the first run back i ran and felt slow slower than i have ever done um and then i got covid and that knocked me back even further but i remember on those runs where i was running and for me nine and a half miles is slow um i felt sort of like really sluggish but mm-hmm. you've got to understand to yourself why you're doing it and be motivated to do the the work um i'm not saying that michelle's not i'm sure she is but you've got to have that focus and keep at it and over a period of time with consistency with variety you'll find yourself getting fitter and i've now seen my paces get back to where they were uh, two years ago and probably i'm in a better shape than i ever have been because of consistency and this podcast has helped me um, because I now have to challenge myself to come on here every week and talk about running. And I feel like I need to show people uh, what I'm capable of as a runner. And you just need to have that goal, that focus and, and, and do something for you, but also keep yourself accountable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think you're right with that goal. Cause when I was thinking about London, um, that seemed like a a real distance away. 
And I can remember speaking to you and thinking, what do I need to do? And I can remember you saying, well, nothing at the moment because you're not training for it yet. You've got a 12, I think it was 12 weeks that we trained for it. Just keep yourself consistent. Keep yourself consistently running and have little goals. And I can remember saying to you, well, I've got I've got Potter's off coming up. Well, that could be your first goal. Okay, then. Well, you've got Stafford off. Okay, then that could be another goal. And then you can focus on that London because it is so far away that you, you, you will burn yourself out a little bit because you, you're training too much to get to that point where you need the little mini goals in between. And I think that's a real key is having them mini goals yeah. to what have ultimately that big goal um, like I've, my goal now is is no staff road races and people say to me what are you training for I'm training for for me more than anything I'm not training for something specific like yeah. London or Manchester or doing a marathon or anything I'm training to keep me consistent and if I want to later on down the line this time next year okay oh, I fancy doing Manchester I'm keeping myself consistent so I don't have to start from square one again I can just pick up where I'm where I'm going yeah. from here if that makes sense I think a good thing to consider Michelle as well would be to uh, as well as setting yourself that goal and getting your coaching your, your training done properly is get yourself into a position where you are holding yourself accountable that can be done in a few different ways that can be <laughs> having a look at some different coaching techniques that you can employ, uh, apply to your own training. Um, it could be you're in Worley. So Worley Woods Pacers is a local running club, um, which you could join and it gives you that sort of network of other runners, which you can go out with and talk about the same experiences. Running clubs are, are really good for getting you inspired and motivated into running. Uh, Stoke Fit do excellent work in, in Stoke and Staffordshire, as we've seen. Um, but I'm not going to miss the opportunity to say get yourself a running coach because it sounds like you live around the corner. Um, <laughs> reach out to reach out to me on Instagram through the through the podcast page or Ben Russell Fitness Coach on Instagram, um, and I'll be happy to have a chat with you and just have a look at what your training is. Um, I've done this for people in the past, and I'll, I'll continue to do it. Is I'm not necessarily looking to get you signed up as a, a coached runner, but I'd happily sit down with you and have a look at what your training week looks like and see if there's any improvements that you can. Add to it yourself rather than um, spending money on coaching but either way I'd talk to you about how you could get the, the most out of your training yeah absolutely absolutely and talking about running clubs I'm just going to mention a couple of things about Stoke Fit because they are doing a couch to 5k I'm just shamelessly looking through Facebook now to find the advert I'm not sure when it starts but it starts relatively soon um, so every 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 so often I would say every six months maybe every 12 months they do a couch to 5k so stoke fit couch to 5k and this one starts um is angela running it i think she might be Angela ray or it might be andrew knowles who does it badly green um i think they take it in turns one from old sal and one from badly green but the 10th of april so next monday um they are doing uh couch to 5k so anybody's listening and they are thinking to themselves i need some inspiration or i'm i'm picking up my running and I want to do something a bit more more bit more structured there's couch 5k run by Stoke Fit and the last group that did it they went from couch to 5k from 5k to 10k and then they did Stafford half so they went from 10k to half marathon so that is that inspiration that you might need to get you back get you back into running and get you to a point of where you could run half a marathon or even just look at 5k to start with um so if you are interested 
get in contact with Stoke Fit, get in contact with me, get in contact with the, with the Instagram Instagram or Facebook or, or by email and I can point you in the right direction. And also another point to add, Stoke Fit are doing, talking about part run tourism, I did a part tourism myself when I went to Notnakara in Ireland. We are at uh, Utoxity this Saturday. Stoke Fit are doing a bit of part run tourism. We do every month. Are you but, going? Yeah, I think so. I haven't told Laurie yet, so keep it on the hush. Uh, but yeah, it's about, I think it's about 20, 25 minutes away, so don't tell anybody. Don't tell Laurie if you're listening to anybody. You better not be racing it, Rob. No, I won't be racing it, no. I'm not going to race it. It's, it's the you haven't got my permissions. <laughs> no, I've got it set in my thing. It's, it's 20 minutes. 20 is it 20 minutes easy or something? So with, might... with strides. Don't forget your strides. Yeah, That's the important part on Saturday. Nothing else but the strides. I'll do the par run and I'll do the strides after. Yeah, I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching. Uh, <laughs> but if anybody's listening that's at Stoke Fit and they don't know, they should know because it's all over Facebook and we put it on Facebook, uh, and you're interested, reach out to uh, Dave Wallace or Pete Gibbs or myself or whoever, um, people that are organising it, and we'll see you at Utoxity. And if you have li- if you have listened to the podcast pod and you see Rob from Stoke Fit, make sure he does his strides. <laughs> you have to tell. I'll be t- I'll be getting told now. Go on, Rob, on your way. Get your strides done. Get your strides done. <laughs> if everybody, tell you what we'll do is everybody could stand uh, either side of a path, and you could all give Rob a round of applause every time he goes through and does a stride. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. In that I quite, way. I quite yeah. like that. I'll there you go. <laughs> Uh, enjoy that Stoke fit it uh, sounds like a, a good thing I can't get away with coming there on a Saturday and a Sunday <laughs> you could come over and stop over if you wanted to <laughs> although you talk to us you talk you, you, for dinner? <laughs> you come over if you want we can't the party. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's the question so if anybody else has got any questions we've had a fair few questions come through actually from uh, one person so thank you julianne for sending in questions we'll get them answered over the next couple of episodes but if anybody's got any more questions that they want answering it's about running or about anything in particular around part run or strava or i've got a question that i'm going to ask probably next week trying to sneak it in around the trainers and breaking in trainers and how long does it take and things but we'll leave that till next week um, but if you have got any questions, send it to Instagram or send it via an email to couch2coach.outlook.com and get your questions in. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Well, it's, it's a really difficult one. I'm going to go and give it my all. Um, I've got a little sneaky tactic in my mind for these competitive races because I like to see them as competitive races. And I'll just, I'm just going to go deep into the pain cave I saw, I saw you put that in straw I was going to ask you about where, where's this pain cave oh, 10, 10 <laughs> k's Rob they hurt if you're, doing, if you're doing a 10k properly in terms of a race you've got to expect it to hurt yeah. so for me I call the, I call the pain uh, the pain cave so I'm going to go into the pain cave I'm going to go deep into the pain cave and empty the tank in the last two miles and see what I've got the Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. 
finally, you can stay up to date with all things Cows to Coast over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. Coach Reads. Oh, is it that time already? It is. It's your turn. We had re- no pressure, but we had a really good conversation last week. I listened to it back. Um, it was really we did good actually. We did actually. Watches. The one thing I would say, actually, I wanted to bring this up because my watch actually changed this week. Uh, I didn't get a new watch, by the way. I didn't go back. To- <laughs> I was going to say, I've gone back to Garmin. <laughs> no, I've still got a Garmin Fenix 6 if anyone wants to buy it. Um, the feature on the watch that we were talking about where it predicts your race times and stuff, um, it actually changed. Um, and I'm, it's it's doing the thing that we talked about last week. It's putting unnecessary pressure on me going into the, the week of a race. Um. So it's doing that thing where it's race prediction, right? Supposedly, if this be correct, right? 10K, bearing in mind my PB for a 10K currently stands at 37, 37, something like that. I'm supposed to be going through a 10K on Sunday in 35, 38. Impressive. No, it's not. <laughs> it's impressive you can do it. <laughs> it's impressive. But I'm not going to get anywhere near 35, 38. I've only ever, I've only ever hit 37 something kind of 10K once, Rob. I ain't going to get 35, 38. I mean, you'll be with uh, Christian Prince if that, at that point. <laughs> no, exactly. I'm, I'm, be- I'm beating the winner of Group A, according to Carlos. <laughs> Christian, watch out, mate. <laughs> it's Coros going to give you that extra boost. He's going to go out and set like a jetpack or something. I don't on. know. I mean, I'm happy because it's telling me for the first time that I can actually capably do my target of a, a sub 80 minutes half marathon because it's got that down as 118.51. Wow. But I don't know. Summit's wrong there. We'll see. We'll, we'll see on Sunday. We'll, we'll look. We'll look from next next episode. We'll compare. We'll, com- we'll compare find what out. You get. I mean, it could be a new feature. Is Coros telling the truth? Or is Coros lying? <laughs> we'll we'll do that. Coros, if you want to sponsor the podcast, by the way. Um, Coach reads. Let me guess. Runners World. No. 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 I've seen something. I was going to do. I might save it for next week. There wasn't one as well. Although I did get the new rep- I, the new magazine this month. This to week. be honest, we've, we've how long we've we been doing this now? About five weeks. The couch yeah. reads, couch reads. Um, I thought to myself, we keep doing Runners World. We've practically begged them for sponsorship, and they haven't come to us. <laughs> so this is a Runners World boycott. <laughs> I went out deliberately to find something that wasn't from Runners World. Okay. <laughs> now, because we've got 10k at the weekend, yeah, I thought we'd go on a 10k theme. So this is the part of the show where I read something, and we have an open discussion for five minutes ish. Yeah. On the topic. Ish. Hence the word ish. 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 Um, depends if Rob gets me ranting about fake watch times. <laughs> um, and we just have a discussion. So Coach Reads this week is brought to you from an article from healthline.com. If you want to sponsor us, healthline.com. <laughs> I don't know if that's even possible. Um, It's from some research that was done, and it's medically reviewed by Jake Tipane, CPT, by Emily Crockleton and Tamira Clifton, CPT. And this is from an article that was updated on the 25th of February, 2022. And it's all about the average 10K time. So I thought, because we're going into crew, 
and it's a 10k special uh the snippet i wanted to take from it is the average finishing time for 10ks this is road running and it's 10k averages in the united kingdom are similar to those in the united states with men finishing a 10k in around 53 minutes that's the average and women finishing in around 63 minutes mm. okay so those are the average times to put that into context i thought i'd do a bit of extra uh information for context the current uh male 10k world record on road is by ugandan joshua chapter guy 26 11 blimey so that's uh your your cross of italian 26 20 in about four weeks <laughs> it's not put me too far out from that has it <laughs> and the women's 10k again for road is by ethiopian uh letter senbet giday hope i pronounced that correctly um, and that is 29 minutes and one second. Wow. So wow. two fast times for the, the professionals or the elites. Mm. But average times, what do you think about that then, Rob? I'm quite happy with that. If it's 53. Men's times, 53. What's your 10K 50, 50.18. So I'm Better just above average. Just above average. And I got that at Wilmslow this last, just gone, so November. And before that, what did I get before that? 52 minutes. So I've been above average before I started even training. Uh, so I'm chuffed with that. I think 53 minutes. Is that just through racing then, do you reckon, or is it just like an average of people that are going out on Strava as well? Or I think, yeah, I think they've. they've it, if I'd to read this in detail, uh, I'd probably find out where the research has come from. But we're not that professional on this podcast. <laughs> uh, what we'll do is we'll just we'll pick a few points from the article. But it basically says that average 10k times can depend on factors such as age, gender, fitness level, musculoskeletal health, all that sort of stuff, and obviously experience from running. But I think it's it's got to be. Um, taken into consideration that it's got to be from hard efforts i don't think you can necessarily say it's got to be race times got to be yeah because i think to take the average if you're training if every if it was from people that were just doing a training run i mean 10k could take somebody you know anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half depending on fitness i think this is what your training uh your fitness levels are in terms of races so i would say you're better than average for 10k through race times You've got to be happy with that, right? Yeah, I'm really happy with that. So what does um, – so I'm looking at mini, my, mini per mile here. So I've only got kilometres per mile. So mine is 50, 11.9 kilometres an hour. So the average pace per mile for men running the 10K is just a little under nine minutes per mile. Right, okay. Um, where the average for women is about 10 minutes per mile. So, Michelle, you're not that far off. The question that we had, you, you, you're no. just above, you would say you were just above average. So, yeah, so it, gives of, you, it gives you a bit of context. The beginners may take between 12 and 15 minutes to finish mm. a mile. Mm. So, I think most people probably, again, having this sort of thing about looking at what other people do and not focusing on themselves, actually probably would find in average times that they are better than average and that's yeah. something nice to hold on to isn't it yeah it's like with um beth from last week she was saying that she's really slow when we were talking about brace nerves she smashed that uh, she smashed the the 10 uh, 10k that she did so congratulations to beth because she absolutely smashed it 
and she didn't. She well, I can't remember what time she did it in. But I'm not, I'm not, I didn't think it was that far off that average time of 56 minutes. So she's done really, really well. And people, it, 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 it's, it's human nature, isn't it? You compare yourself, you look at social yeah. media and you think to yourself, oh, they've got a really good life. And they don't put on the bad bits about what's going on in their life. And no. nobody puts on Strava when they've done a really crappy run or when they put it on Facebook, oh, look at me PB. Uh, they always put PBs on there, not what, what, what you, what, when you don't get a PB. Uh, so I think. Don't concentrate on anybody else's. Look at the average. Look at what you can build on and look at how you can improve. I think that's the most important yeah. thing. And that brings us nicely into the tips to get faster in the article. So this this is good because going on to what Michelle said um, in the answer, to, the answer to the question, sorry, the tips to get faster. Obvious things are things like uh, treat your body well, make sure that you're overall getting enough sleep, make sure you're hydrating well, your diet's pretty good if you can do, all that sort of standard stuff. But the top tips, challenge yourself. Try demanding courses that have lots of hills, uneven terrain. I'd go against the uneven terrain if you're starting out. Get comfortable on decent terrain. But challenge yourself on things like hills. Make sure that you're mixing it up. So make sure that you choose one day a week where you're doing intense workouts or moderate routines. Um, Make sure that you're consistently running. Know what your limits are, but challenge yourself. And also, most importantly, don't forget to rest. So you can improve your paces. You can improve your times. Have a look at where you are within the 10K averages for male and female. If you're slightly over them, challenge yourself to come under them. If you're under them already, challenge yourself to see if you can get a little bit quicker. Mm. But most people, I think, can take some comfort if they're listening to this and thinking, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm no good at running or whatever. I'm slower than I want to be. Have a look at where you actually stand in comparison. But just do it for yourself and not anyone else. Yeah. I think that's really important that you do do it for yourself because we talked about it with Adam from a canoe slalom. You have people that are like your coaches, coaches behind you, people that you run with at running clubs, but ultimately it's you. At the end of the, end of the race, on the run, yeah. you can only do what you can do with Stafford Half, with Wilmslow, with Rugeley 10, 10 mile, with Osage a 5 mile. I put everything I, I put everything I could into that and I couldn't get any any faster at that point in time. As long as you're putting all the effort in, you can only do what you can do. Then you have to think to right, okay, how can I get better? What do I need to do to improve? Speak yeah. to your coach if you've got a coach. Speak to your family if you've got if you've got family that are into running. Speak to your friends that are into running. Go on to the internet. Be a bit careful going on just onto the internet and randomly searching because you get some rubbish out there as well. Yeah. But check it, check it as well. I mean, I quite like this article and it sums it up really well in the bottom line. And this is directly from the healthline.com. It says, give yourself credit for completing a 10K run, no matter what your time is, because you get too hung up on times. While a bit of competition is fine, make sure you're not pushing yourself too hard, too quickly. Listen to your body, take rest days when needed, commit to a fitness program and expect to see results over several weeks. Enjoy the process as you reap the benefits of getting or staying fit and don't be surprised if you soon find yourself setting your sights on a half marathon summed up really i couldn't write it better if i wrote it (laughs) are you a writer of (laughs) healthline.com i'm not that was written by emily cronkleton tamara clifton and edited by sarah lynn ward well done them well done them if you listen to the show well done to you 
and get them to you. Again, good topic. Really good topic. Uh, I think what we should do is we should open up to the listeners as well. I think if we should have coach reads, couch reads, and if anybody's been reading anything that they're really interested in and they want to send us a video clip or a, a voice clip, an audio clip of them reading out what they've read, yeah, that makes sense, we can play it on the on the the show and then we can discuss it. How about Go that? on then. We'll open it up now. For there one week go. only, next week, we'll do listener reads. Yeah. If anybody's been really interested in anything that they've read, record yourself like uh, Andrew Morton did on WhatsApp, on, on, on Messenger. Send it via Instagram, send it via Messenger, or you can send it, however, via email. And then we'll we'll discuss it. We'll set that up in the week. This isn't Let's a threat, This isn't a threat, is. by the way. It is. <laughs> Rob, you threatened them the other week about getting questions in. Now you threaten them to send voice clips in. If you don't. You know a couple of weeks later down the line, he's going to be threatening you all for cash. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the dodgy brummy lad. It's, it's Rob the dodgy one. I'm the dodgy stokey lad. I've never given you threats. <laughs> Are you interested in hiring a personal running coach? If so, please visit www benrusselfitnesscoach.co.uk or head over to Instagram and Facebook at benrusselfitnesscoach for more details. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much. So let's have a look at my training week. Uh, this is part of the show where we look at what I've done and uh, we've discussed it a little bit, what, what, what we've done in the past week and what we're doing over the next week. Uh, so this is Couch to Coach. So We've discussed what I've done, really. So I didn't have opportunity. I, since last Thursday, um, I went out Thursday after the show, did the workout of the week, which was really hard. Workout of the week. Workout of the week. It was it was a hot, it was an it was an enjoyable session, but a very hard session. Um, I didn't expect it to be so hard. I know you said he might, it's going to be hard, and make so make make sure you prepare yourself and make sure you're fluid fluided up and fueled up. Um, but I think not I nailed Bulmers. it. Not with Bulmers and Copperberg. <laughs> no, yeah, not with Bulmers and Copperberg. Yeah, you did a good job last week. Four by six minutes off three minutes at threshold. Um, you did very well. I think I said to you at the time, um, you did really well on that workout. I think the, the, the good thing is you've started to pace yourself really well into these workouts now. Mm. Um, before and when I was looking at the intervals, your paces were a little bit all over the shop. Yeah. Uh, you'd see like a, a faster pace and then all of a sudden you'd catch yourself and think, oh, I'm going too fast and it would drop down. But I am now seeing a nice consistent pace through the, the intervals. And I think what we've done as well is we've altered it from standing recoveries just to give you a chance to get into the, the workouts. And we're now doing a bit of a jog recovery. So what we're seeing is we're actually fully capitalizing on the interval being at threshold you know if it's if it's a six minute threshold interval it's not taking you a couple of minutes to get up to threshold um so we are seeing good solid blocks of work um i had a i had a a workout which is quite challenging lined up uh, for next week but i haven't given it yet yeah, just because we've got crew at the weekend. Yeah. Um, so there is a workout of the week next week, which we'll talk about in a second. But as majority of our listeners are North Road Roadrunners, it's it's aimed around the recovery from 10K, crew 10K. Um, but your week was pretty good. 
You stayed consistent with your running last week. You did your, your Monday 60 easy, your football on a Tuesday. Everyone by now knows Rob has a, a rest on a Wednesday. Workout of the week we've just talked about on Thursday. You did your park run, 30 minutes easy. In uh, I'm, just, I'm just looking at the map, have a little bit of a look at the course. You know, yeah. It was all over the place. I, I was, was proper lost at some points. I was I was happy that I wasn't at the front. It does snake around that park a little bit, <laughs> it don't does, it? Yeah. So he's he's got his tourism of park run on there, and then an extra twenty six minutes because he was early. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. He did it twice, um, which is good. And then it all went a bit. It all went a bit Irish wedding it did. over that weekend. <laughs> it so. did. He, I didn't he dare his... go out. I didn't dare go out again on the Sunday or the Monday. No, he didn't do anything on the Sunday. He missed his Monday. Went to football on Tuesday, and you've had a thirty minutes easy today. So that that is a good week in my book. We we have to look at plans for life. We can't yeah. we can't say, oh, I'm running races. I can't go to family weddings in Ireland. <laughs> but you took your trainers with you, and you've made it work. You've done well. That's a that's a, an all green week in my book. Yeah, that ticks off. Other than Monday, as like I say, when I didn't, I, I didn't, I honestly couldn't. Unless I'd, I could have done a Amanda Kelly and started running around the ferry, <laughs> but it was <laughs> I was coming back on the ferry, coming back on on the Monday, and was travelling from from Galway to Dublin, from Dublin to to Hollyhead, from Hollyhead back home. So it was it was an all day travelling really. So. Yeah, and sometimes I think you have to just cut your losses. You're doing a lot of travelling. You've you've had late nights and stuff like that. It, I mean, even if you'd have run on the Sunday or the Monday, I don't think it would have been any good. No um, it's probably just worth having that a bit of extra rest. And actually, in terms of picking your time to be resting, dropping the load down a little bit and going into crew on ten crew ten k on Sunday. I know you said you feel a bit sluggish at the moment, but actually, what you'll probably find is when you've gone out and uh, done your two and a half mile easy with all the Stoke Fit members making you do your strides on Saturday as well. You're probably going to feel quite good, I yeah. would hope, yeah. because you are a little bit more rested. Going into next week then, so we've got Crew 10K, which we'll have a chat about. But it's the, it's the same sort of week. You don't need to do an awful lot of recovery going uh after a week after a 10k but 60 minutes easy because you can go to club do your medal monday because i know stoke fit like to do a medal you can go along to that and pick up your medal unless you get a dnf because you've had too much bombers <laughs> um do not finish for those that have never had one or did not finish i've never um, had one of them yet there's still time um <laughs> and then wednesday is your rest day um, but we've got workout of the week for Thursday. I've just and seen that. When did you put that on? I've only just seen that. Earlier. Uh, yeah. Efficient. Um, so it's basically just a little workout that we probably have all done something similar before. And all it is about is just getting a little bit of uh, speed in the legs. Just getting the legs moving after um, after crew um, so we can sort of pick our training back up. And it all it is is a warm-up and a cool-down sandwiched, as always, um, of a workout of six by 800 metres, okay? Um, and the efforts for the 800 metres are around about threshold pace. Um, so for those doing an RPE, rate of perceived exertion, you probably want to be looking at around about a seven to eight 
nine is too fast really for that seven to eight out of ten and you're doing 800 meters um and then you're giving yourself a 90 seconds jog recovery depending on your ability or a 90 second standing recovery um if you're doing the standing recoveries try and get yourself up to speed as quickly as you can in your 800 meters to fully capitalize on your interval um but what that workout should do really is to blow off the rust blow off the cobwebs after crew um obviously you might be feeling a bit stiff after crew um but what we're trying to do is just get the legs turning again so we can get some serious training under our belt again so that's just about just over a lap of my favorite lap around the forest park there, so there we goes down to the lake down to the lake just over six laps well six laps just each lap just over 800 mm. meters you say around there so get around there disturb all the fish for the fishermen <laughs> um and get the legs moving so that'll be a nice little workout really for everybody to try after crew um you don't need to be going mad after crew uh in terms of doing complex sessions have a look at what your goals are we haven't really got any goals in the in the book have we after crew Utoxity, haven't booked it yet, but we've got Utoxity, and then we've got Potters Off in June. I've got the Malcop Killer Mile. So, what we can races. do really is we can get crew out the way with a good effort at crew, hopefully, a nice 10k PB. We can come off the back of crew. Oh, Sunday roast. Mm. Got the roast to go for. Looking forward to that. Mm. And then we can take a nice, sort of easy introduction back into the week, little session to get some speed back in the legs, and then we can pick it up for a good few weeks before we get into Utoxita. Mm. Good, good, good. What's your thoughts for crew then? Come on. Final words on crew 10K. What's the prediction? I'm hoping. I don't think it'll be a PB. I, I, I genuinely don't think it'll be a PB because I think Wilmslow 10K is relatively flat. I don't really know crew. I've not really seen the elevation on crew. But I know it's two five-kilometre laps. I'm hoping to get close to my PB, so 50 minutes. Uh, if I get under 50 minutes, fantastic. If I don't, it's no, no shakes really. But I know there's quite a few of Group F running. I know Rob's running. I know Pete's running. I think I think James is running. I think Mark's running from the group as well. So it's going to be competitive. Um, but I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to it because it's a, it's the first one I've done the NSRRA for a, for a number of weeks now well, the last one was usually so yeah, missed out at night and so what about you? So, so you're sitting at the moment with an average of 43.5 points mid-table mm. mid-table um, probably sitting there like a Liverpool can I call you a Liverpool? oh don't do that <laughs> get a dig on the Liverpool hey, I'm, I, I would say probably Villa Villa are doing quite well in the we're better than mid-table you cheeky <laughs> not having that only because I there now we're, we're, good evening we're pushing for the good Champions evening. League we are I'm telling you <laughs> Champions League for all those Villa fans listening it's coming it's coming um, so you're sitting in the Liverpool position two races down points total of 87 a good result could push you right into the the European spots or the promotion playoff spots for Group F. Yeah. Uh, Wrexham are doing well. I'm points. setting you a challenge. They are doing well, aren't they? Mm, very well. I'm points. setting you a challenge. Go on. I want you to beat Andrew Crosby. Andrew, if you're listening, he's coming for you. Who's he? Which one's that? Andrew Crosby is sitting uh, fourth in the league. He's got an average of 43 points, so your average is better than his. He's done three races. This isn't a dig on Andrew, by the way. Uh, um, Andrew, I'm sure you're a nice guy. Um, 
you got 37 points at Alsager 5. So you actually beat him at Alsager 5. Oh, okay. And then he's done the two longer distances, Rougely 10 and Knighton 20. And he got 46 points in each. So I think that's a good target for you. We're going to find out who Andrew Crosby is and you're going to beat him. So, so he beat me at Rugeley by one oh. by one position. So I think I know who it is. I think we've found your rival. Let's have it. Let's have it. Andrew, don't be put off if a seven-foot man comes breathing behind you all the way around. He's after you. Um, what about me? Yeah, go on. That wasn't that wasn't me just saying. Come on, what about me? <laughs> what you about me? Talk about me. Let's talk about Ben. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I'm quietly excited. I feel good. I've had some good training. Um, I've been working hard away from the races. You know, I did. Um, I did all Sager and and top the group in all Sager. I was supposed to do Rugeley and pulled out because bigger picture was Cambridge. PB'd at Cambridge, so I'm in good shape. Um, but in my absence in Group B, there's been some very, very good runners coming out. Um, there's uh, Mark Hatton's top of my group as Newcastle. Um, Staff's Tri Club, by the looks of it. He's sitting top with some good results. Um and then looking at some of the other good results, I mean, Paul Hall, Stoke Fit, he's clocked up three runs. He's he's sitting good in the group at fourth. Um, Kieran Bedford, uh, who I ran well with at All Sager, uh, he's done two runs uh, with an came average second, of 48.5. Came second and third, didn't he? Came second and third. So he's someone I've got an eye on there in terms of good results. But it's, it's very hard to say, isn't it? Oh, yeah. um, Robin Williamson's in my group. Oh, what is it? Oh, yeah, he's there. He's Batman. in the Strava League, yeah. Batman, Batman, Robin, shout out to Robin. Um, so he's he's there, but it's it's a really difficult one. I'm going to go and give it my all. Um, I've got a little sneaky tactic in my mind for these competitive races because I like to see them as competitive races, and I'll just, I'm just i just going to go deep into the pain cave. I saw, I saw you put that in Strava. I was going to ask you about where's where's this pain cave? Oh, ten ten k's, Rob. They hurt. If you're, do. doing, if you're doing a ten k properly in terms of a race, you've got to expect it to hurt. Yeah. So for me, I call the I call the pain uh, the pain cave. So I'm going to go into the pain cave. I'm going to go deep into the pain cave and empty the tank in the last two miles and see what I've got. Um, looking forward to getting the Stoke Fit T-shirt on as well. Yeah. Me too, me too. So, Sunday, I'll be there. Terry Stafford will be there. And I'll be there, waiting for me Easter egg. You'll be there. And uh, I'm pretty, pretty sure that uh, Andrew Crosby's going to be there now. <laughs> I'll see you Sunday. See you all later. <laughs>